0: This Baxin O'Brien podcast is brought to you by Gary Thomas and the Wealth Technology Group in Westfield. Where it's not what you make, it's what you keep. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rockets 534 and the Foo Fighters on Rock 102.
1: Well, despite a flash flood warning that's still in effect until 2 o'clock this afternoon, it appears as though uh, the storm has passed. You look at the radar on the Weather Channel app and... Uh, It's all moved to the east, still in Massachusetts, but it's to the east of us, and the hourly forecast uh, basically says nothing about rain. So, uh, sunshine at some point today, it's just a matter of how early. And uh, a little chilly, a high of 70. It's uh, a little chilly, 57 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Now They're saying some of the roads are in bad shape. I I didn't find that to be the case in my ride-in, but uh, your ride-in may be different.
1: No, my ride-in was fine. Yeah, mine was a uh,
0: smooth sailing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, uh, no flooding despite the warning sign that Longmeadow posted. Um, but yeah, you're not supposed to drive through large puddles of waters. So don't do that if if you do have flooding.
0: Uh it's five thirty-five with Bax and O'Brien at Rock One Hundred and Two. Save yourself thirty percent on all things in the Pioneer Valley: restaurants, outdoor activities, oil change. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 5:50, and John Mellencamp on Rock 102. Uh,
1: before we even get into Hollywood trash, I have uh, this news to pass along, and you'll probably be as disappointed as I am. Many of you out there in the audience, I mean, uh, this weekend's Boys to Men show at Symphony Hall mm. has been postponed.
2: Mama, Mama, why?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a very good question. Uh, is there a reason for the postponement? Unforeseen circumstances. Really? Yeah.
0: Mm, I wonder what those unforeseen circumstances would be.
1: My guess would be something to do with the the pandemic. But boys to men, <sighs> not happening until March of 2022.
2: Will they still make love to you like you want them to? <laughs> and will they hold you tight, baby, all through the night? They'll make love to you? It sounds like no. Well, they
1: will in March. Yes. Maybe. Well, by then, we could have. Moved on.
0: Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash hey. with Steve
2: Neglarocco? Well, there's only 24 days left before the auction on the uh, the item of the year closes, which is a pair of Michael Jordan's boxer shorts. A pair
1: of his boxer shorts. Used boxer shorts. I would have it no other way.
2: Uh, a starting bid of 500 uh, U.S. dollars. Who Michael is
1: Jordan. auctioning this?
2: Uh, Leland's auctions. Really? Yes, and they're uh, auctioning off some of these key pieces. Uh, they they got some of these um, items from uh, Michael jo- uh, Michael Jordan's Jordan? bodyguard. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Um, is there a certificate of authenticity? No, but I'm wondering if there's 23 chromosomes inside those boxer shorts. I, it depends how well saying?
1: laundered they are. I, I don't know what you're saying.
2: Because his number's twenty-three. Oh. You know, and then uh, I thought I thought he was thirty-two. Well, on some days he is. Mm. Uh, but yeah, five hundred bucks if you want a pair of the uh, boxer shorts. So know, maybe that-
0: uh, maybe we should uh, you know, start making certificates of authenticity for our own underpants. You know, we will be hall of famers sometime uh, the next few months. So you know, why not uh, you know make those available.
1: Um, first of all, so they were stolen by a bodyguard and an actual auction house accepted them as an item? That is kind of
2: strange, don't you think? Yeah. 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 I think there's more to the story than what we're really finding out about. Yeah. I, I, I
0: actually, I hope there
2: is. I think Jordan probably approved
0: the sale of the Probably. They probably said, hey, listen, these may have been stolen. Do you ever mind if we auction them off? And he, he probably has... Doesn't really care because he gets you know free Hanes underpants every six
2: weeks. Well, in uh, in Orange Is the New Black, I remember the the ladies selling their their panties. Uh, so you get prison panties online, sure, and then yeah. uh, they were selling them. Yeah, that's for different. A, for a lot cheaper than five hundred bucks. Right, but those are prisoners,
1: not right. a uh, not an authentic auction house.
2: You don't want the <clears> uh, <throat> the boy sweat of Michael Jordan hanging in your living room
1: well whether i do or i don't uh i still find it hard to believe that this is being done but the answer to your question would be yes
0: yeah i know yeah. still think there's value in Bax O'Brien O'Brien underpants you know maybe like uh seven or eight bucks per pair could be you know for, we could even auction that <laughs> off for charity
1: i'm not uh i'm not ready to buy <laughs> new ones oh my goodness are you all right steve
2: no i'm gonna die um Are you ready? Yeah. Demi Lovato slid into the direct messages of Emily Hampshire from S Creek to ask her on a date. She said, quote, we should kick it sometime. And by kick it, I mean go on a date. I find you attractive. Then the two of them just became friends. Who is it from uh, S Creek? Emily Uh, Hampshire. She's, uh, I don't know her name on the show.
1: I am looking it up because I don't believe that that's the uh, no, she, star she, girl of the family. It's not.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. It, oh she, no, she's
1: she, the uh, hotel owner. Yeah. Uh, well, what's her name again? Uh, Sunny. Uh, no, she's not, Kip. Not uh, Kip or Ned, something <laughs>
0: short. <laughs> I really don't even know why I'm uh, blanking on this. Uh, on that. On I know. That Character.
1: I know. It's 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 strange because. It's such a, uh, a big part of our lives, this show was, as I pad to try to find her name. Yes. Because I just cannot remember it, and yet
0: I know Stevie. Stevie. That's what it was. There you it go. It was Stevie.
2: How did you not know that? I don't know. For Why were you just sitting there out? waiting for us to flounder around with cause it? Because I never really watched the show.
0: You really? Oh, you have to watch the show. Oh, it's you got really to the show. Everyone's watching the show. How can you
2: not watch the show? Because uh, I have no interest in watching the show. I tried tried three episodes of it, and I'm like, this is awful. Were they the first three? Yeah.
0: In a row? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, skip
2: skip
0: to four, five, and six, and tell me what you think.
2: All right, fine. I'll sit down and try to watch it tonight. You have to. Kanye West tried to go incognito by wearing a mask during a tour of art galleries in Berlin. Uh, but then he went to a place called the KW Institute for Contemporary Art where he bought a hoodie with a big KW on the front. Is I'm that- wearing it because it's got my initials on it. That's why. Hmm. Because he's so into himself. He yeah. couldn't resist putting on the uh, KW. Sweatshirt. What was he doing outside of his ranch in Wyoming's? Well, he uh, well, he uh, left his Raptors, seventy six of them, to be exact, around how, that ranch. How
1: did we manage to learn he had seventy six of them?
2: That was uh, that was in the beginning. He bought when he bought that ranch, he uh, bought seventy six Raptors okay. to go along with it. I got you. So him and all his friends could go riding on the ranch. He has
1: seventy five
2: friends, huh? Why well, he's probably got enough people that would go to his ranch yeah. if he invited them. I assume. Uh, Joe Rogan tested positive for COVID, so he had to postpone one of his shows. He said he uh, threw the kitchen sink at it, meaning tons of vitamins and medications, including the livestock medication Ivermectin. Yep.
0: See, again, yeah, he was one of these uh, anti-vax guys, and boom, he's got it.
2: He was the guy who had the guy on in the beginning of all this, saying how bad this was all going to be. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and he figured, uh, sheltered away in
2: his podcasting bunker, he might be safe. Uh, Paramount is delaying the uh, release of three big movies due to COVID, Top Gun Maverick. Oh, no! Mission Impossible 7. Oh, no! And Jackass Forever are all being pushed back. What do you mean that's okay? That's okay. You can can postpone that one. Actually,
0: that's the only one I want to see.
2: Top Gun Maverick was supposed to come out last June. That's what I thought. And they didn't release it, you know, when the theater started to open back in March? Nope.
0: Nope. Are they trying to slap on some finishing touches to make it look like almost a decent movie? No, I think it's done, but I
1: I think they just keep waiting because of this pandemic.
2: Uh, Guests for the final season of Ellen will include Jennifer Aniston, Jimmy Kimmel, Kim Kardashian, Tiffany Haddish, Imagine Dragons, Melissa McCarthy, Diddy, Julianne Moore, and Melissa Etheridge.
1: Why in the middle of all those people did you tell us to imagine dragons?
2: No, that's the name of a that's band. That's
0: the name
1: of the band. Oh,
0: oh. Yeah. oh. Although dragons as a uh, as a guest makes it a little interesting. You know, you, actual fire-breathing dragons, yeah. you know, bring them in front of a live studio audience. They're, they're very really
1: very uncooperative.
0: True, but I mean, you, you want to talk about showbiz, and that's a showstopper right there.
2: Dragons Uh, Elton John is releasing a new album called The Lockdown Sessions on October 22nd. It includes collaborations with Dua Lipa. He should release an album called I've Recorded Too Many Albums. I'm out of music. No, we were just talking last week. He's back on the charts again because he did that uh, song with Dua Lipa. Ah, yes. So he's still staying relevant after all of these years. He's still standing. Yeah. Ooh, I see what you did there. Nice play on words of an Elton John song. Thank you,
0: Steve. I'll we'll be that, here all week.
2: And that is your Hollywood trash. on Rock 102. I am Mark. he? Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus Rock Solid Painting advice and expertise. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How
0: the heck are you, folks? If there's one thing we know about Bill Belichick, it's these three things. One, when he does something, it's usually for the benefit of football. Two, when he does something, he doesn't care to discuss it. And three, if Bill Belichick is unclear about something, please refer to option one and two. As you know, when Bill Belichick released Cam Newton this week and named Mac Jones as the Patriots starter, you wouldn't need to be the amazing Creskin to know that his reasons were largely none of your business. You could also assume that at some point he would offer a vague explanation and then refuse to explain the vagueness of that explanation because that is what Bill Belichick does for a living. However, one of the things that Bill Belichick did offer up yesterday was that despite the speculation to the contrary, Cam Newton's vaccination status had nothing to do with why he was released from the team. Yes, Cam Newton didn't fully understand the COVID protocols. Yes, he missed a couple days of practice because he didn't understand those protocols. Yes, he's already had COVID. And yes, he was unvaccinated, potentially putting himself and others at the risk of getting sick. But was that the reason he was shown the door? No. He was released because Mac Jones understands the Patriots offense better than the guy who couldn't figure out how to manage his way through COVID-19 protocols. In other words, it was ultimately all about football. At least that's what he would like everyone to believe. You might recall that Jacksonville head coach Urban Meyer was criticized this week by the players' union for telling the truth about the importance of vaccination status and making cuts to his team. 24 hours later, he's forced to retract those statements and clarify that none of his cuts were motivated by vaccinations. So is Bill Belichick lying about Cam Newton and his vaccination status to avoid upsetting the union? This is the part where Bill Belichick doesn't care to discuss it because that would require clarifying his own statements. And that is what Bill Belichick does for a living. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. For the last 95 years, Rocky's Ace Hardware has been giving you rock solid service. They started in Springfield South End, and now they got stores all over the place. More than 30, in fact, and they've been doing it since 1926. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and ZZ Top on Rock 102.
1: Considering how horrible this summer has been with all the rain we had, uh, we did pretty good this time around. That flash flood warning that had been in effect until two o'clock this afternoon will now end in about 50 minutes at uh, 7 a.m. and the rain is gone. the, The storm has moved off to the east so it will actually become sunny today with a high of about 74, but there is a lot of water out there. And as a result, the uh, season finale of Destination Bike Night has been postponed to uh, September 9th. That's at the uh, Polish American Club in Agawam, mm-hmm. so that's not going to happen. And I and I would guess other things might be canceled as well because of standing water.
0: Well, the good news is uh, they, it looks like we got no rain until Sunday. You yeah, know, on a On a three-day cool. weekend, but you know who knows how long that's going to be. And what about Monday? It's like a 39 percent chance. Which, on Monday? which Monday? Monday, mm. according, to, according to the Weather Channel. And, I, and I, I can't vouch for their accuracy. Yeah, well.
1: Uh, hey, this is kind of interesting. I saw this on Mass Live this morning. Um, Cheryl Coakley Rivera has filed a lawsuit along with one other plaintiff, although they are calling this a class action suit. She's filed a lawsuit uh, to keep the, the Roderick Ireland courthouse closed. Uh, It has been closed since last week because of mold. And uh, they had a person, a professional, come in, environmental experts, to conduct an environmental report. That report was expected to be turned in yesterday. It's not determined whether it has been turned in or not. Um, And supposedly, once the report was done... The lawsuit says the trial court will allow the building to reopen, possibly as soon as Thursday. If that happens, employees will be forced into an unsafe courthouse. So uh, Cheryl, along with Judith Potter, the former executive director of the Hampden County Bar Association, have filed a lawsuit to keep that building closed until other things can be done.
0: This uh this whole trial court thing has kind of got me a little confused. Mm-hmm. You know, what exactly their their job is. I mean, the governor was in East Hampton, I think uh, yesterday, and addressed it saying, "Well, it's pr- pretty clear the the building's got issues, but at the end of the day, the building belongs to them, not to us." Right. So it's like, okay, well, so the the state is not going to take responsibility for for this building, but the trial court for whatever reason, in spite of building courtrooms all over the state wants to maintain this decrepit unsafe building well, for what purpose
1: it also it almost seems like they just don't want to be bothered i mean they're aware of it so so they are well they
0: don't want to be bothered but i mean you think of what's at risk here mm-hmm. you've already had Uh, I mean never mind the judges that came down with ALS unfortunately died but there are a number of people that work in that building every single day with respiratory issues uh, who who have a a difficult time breathing while they're doing their their job there are all kinds of other you know health risks uh at foot to say you know they they don't uh, seem to be concerned or it's not really a priority it would be in any other part of the state of Massachusetts why is it not a priority here
1: the uh Other plaintiff, along with Cheryl Coakley Rivera, and I'm trying to find where I saw it earlier this morning. Um, As I said, she's the former executive director of the Bar Association. Here it is. She worked in the building from 1976 to 2006 and reported numerous health issues, including respiratory problems and body aches. Exactly. She was also diagnosed with MS in 2006, which would be the year that she left work there. So the lawsuit asked the state to order the immediate closure of the courthouse and emergency relocation of all court and county offices housed there until it can be determined that the building is safe. It also asked the trial court to, and this is never going to happen, so in essence they're saying tear it down. It asked the trial court to replace the central air conditioning and ventilation units to conduct a thermal or infrared inspection of the walls to see if there's moisture and mold we can't see, and order ocup- occupational health evaluations and an epidemiological study of the building. Replacing the air conditioning and ventilation units would certainly not be cost-effective, considering the condition of this building. Right. I, I, would, I would say that's the way uh, Cheryl and, and the other woman are saying we don't want to go back to this building. You either tear it down or, or, or well, not or, but and, and find us in an emergency relocation uh, place. So,
0: you know, there's a lot of, and it's interesting because there's a lot of new science, uh, some new research out there, which tie together environmental factors with certain uh you know brain and neurological diseases like mm-hmm. ALS and and uh, multiple sclerosis. I mean the list is actually a, a, a growing list and this research is coming out at the pretty much is kind of like the same time that we're dealing with this in Springfield. I mean the the, the timing is unusual.
1: Yeah. Dealing but with it, pr- it everywhere by the way, not just uh, Springfield oh, South no, no. Hadley High School. And I think they said Northampton High School also is uh, having issues. Well, a lot of
0: it, I have to believe, is because of the amount of rain that we've had mm-hmm. uh, this season. But you know, here's a situation that has been going on for a long period of time. I just don't. I would like someone from the trial court to actually speak up and say, you know, what the what the holdup is. Why why would they not be on top of this? Yeah. Well, good luck with that. Well, that's but that's the thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about how there's no one in the Western uh, uh, from Western Mass in the trial court, and maybe that plays into it. Maybe it doesn't. But I would think with a a courtroom that is that busy, has that much traffic uh, every single day that you would want to at least address these concerns sooner than later.
1: I think one of the problems is, according to the lawsuit that names the defendants who are three trial court officials. One of the biggest problems is that the director of facilities and planning is an O'Brien. There's one of your first big problems.
0: Well, I mean, if you are associating your own deficiencies with that person's deficiencies, then yes. but I know a lot of O'Briens that are, believe it or not, uh, kind of on the up and up in in a lot of ways. Uh,
1: Then they're not related to me. uh, The three trial court officials named in the suit Chief Justice Paula Carey, Administrator John Bellow, Director of Facilities and Planning Charles O'Brien, as well as Carol Gladstone, the Commissioner of the State Division of Capital Asset Management and Maintenance. And the spokeswoman for the trial court had no comment.
0: I would think that if you're the spokesperson,
1: you'd want to make a comment. It's in your job title that you speak. You are a spokesperson. Yeah. And why
0: Why wouldn't you make a comment if that is, in fact, your job to do? Yeah.
1: I, I just, you know, not to mention the fact that we've got a, a big issue here. I mean, I, I can't think of another time a courthouse in uh, in this state has been forced into this kind of a situation because of what's going on there. And yet the trial court has no comment. Yeah. Uh, it is. It, it is the uh, spokesperson. The building was uh, built in 1976, by the way. Um, numerous studies over the years examining the problems, but the problems have persisted. Boiling over last week, Rivera, uh, Coakley Rivera, following her suit, ordered her staff to work off-site or remotely. The uh, court clerk's office and registry of probate also working remotely. Um, and the governor pretty much washing his hands of it.
0: Has there been anybody that has filed any legislation demanding that the trial court step aside here and that maybe the state should, in fact, intercede rather than say, oh, no, this is their building, not ours?
1: I'm not sure if legislation would be written to do that. They should certainly go to court and get an emergency injunction.
0: Well, I think I think you're right. It's we've talked about this the last couple of days. It's an emergency situation. Yeah. Even Anthony Gallooney would say that it is. But you know uh, where you
1: get an emergency injunction? The trial court. No, but in a
0: courtroom. (laughs) Well, yes, but and the courtroom is closed. Yeah, but then you go to you go to each judge and say, hey, who feels the best here, and who feels the worst? Where do you go? You're not feeling. You're not feeling very good. Well, come on over. You're gonna go to their houses. Well, are they back to uh, are, are no, they the back Vim- to the Eastfield Mall? Uh, I'm
1: not exactly sure what a, I'm not exactly sure what was transferred to the Eastfield Mall. and B, I'm not sure that the Eastfield Mall has reopened yet. That's another thing that our local media has seemingly not followed up on because I don't I don't know if it's open. I don't remember seeing an update
0: after they closed it well because the amount of mold that they had was like in my understanding is it was like surface mold which which could easily be cleaned up it's not like you know it's in you know the walls and structure and 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 the joists of the building seemingly seemingly to the untrained eye true But um, i'll be the first to admit i don't know enough about the eastfield mall uh to tell you how that thing is built but I would like to think they'd be back by now. The last
1: thing on Mass Live is from August 23rd, which was the closing of uh, mm. of the theater.
0: Well, so I would like to think they're back in business.
1: You you'd like to, but uh, you know, it's just like uh, it's just like these bees I got. Right, I had uh, the exterminator comes out yesterday, and uh, he sees that I've got a ladder and two cans of Raid bee spray, and uh, he's like. Is that what you wanted me to do? And I'm like, no, no, no. You're the professional. I, that was my homemade uh, attempt. <laughs> that's, and, that's, that's the remnants of my effort. Yeah. And the way he described to me what these bees do uh, inside the house. And by the way, they're not carpenter bees. Apparently they are, uh, uh, what did he say? Yellow jackets. And um, But they do bore through uh, wood. Or, or or dry, or um, what's the, drywall. 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 So there's a potential that they could break through and enter my home. Other than the entrance that they've already made, which is not to the interior of the home. Right. But, but actually in the home, so that standing outside with a can of Raid is not going to kill them. It's probably going to just uh, maybe kill a few at the front. It's a very interesting uh, concept. This is not, it's not like I'm. you're gassing them when you spray uh, bee spray in there. You are uh, covering them and then their contact with each other spreads the poison and then it breaks down their central nervous system.
0: Yeah, not so unlike uh, COVID.
1: Yeah, well, but I thought it was one of these things where like COVID, you would breathe it in. But, no, it, it, it actually touches them, and then they touch each other. So it's uh, it kind of, I thought that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the things you learn. The yeah. Th- the things you would have learned if you had gone to an exterminator right away.
1: Well, the things, the, the, the amount you would have spent if you had done that right away instead of spending $4 for a can of Raid.
0: You could have saved yourself the $4. Yeah, and well, put it towards this. It's 623. It's Brian Brian Iraq 102. Tanglewood and the Clark Art Institute. Mount Grace shot. It's just about 6.27 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102.
1: Uh, interesting picture on uh, the Drudge Report this morning of, uh, I believe this is in Louisiana, where the where the uh, Hurricane Ida did its worst uh, of a of a cow stuck in a tree.
0: How a cow get up in a tree?
1: The The water. The water uh, picked it up and flowed it down the creek. And uh, and it just got stuck in a tree. Then the water receded. And uh, there's the cow in the tree.
0: Are you sure the cow wasn't just intimidated by the water and then climbed up the tree? Nope.
1: And I'm also certain it's not a cow tree. And this is not harvesting season.
0: Where they go out and they start know.
1: picking the ripe cows. This
0: sounds like fake news to me. A cow a, a tree. It's a picture of it. I'm yeah. looking at drudge right. Now. I don't see any Can't pictures of any, any no damn cows. Well, I
1: don't know if it's on, on the uh, the picture's not on the front page. Somewhere down there, the story is. All um, right, you go to the story, you see the cow,
0: cow rescued from tree. Yeah, there you go. From the United Press International, like they're not some sort of yellow journalistic, you know, you know, hack site that is. Mm-hmm. And zit. It's wedged. Yeah, it's not. That's not a. That's a small fruit tree at the most.
1: Nevertheless, the cow is stuck in the tree. He can't move.
0: Well, that'll teach the cow to start jumping over branches.
1: They had to. Uh, they had to use chainsaws. They had to cut up the cow to take it out in pieces.
0: And then put Humpty Dumpty back
1: together again. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. No, they cut up the tree. The tree they cut up. Let's laugh.
0: Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Backson O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor.
2: On Rock 102. Oh my god, that is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock.
1: Obviously I'm joking because I don't have a wife and I don't have a son. So this didn't really happen, right? Yeah, okay. I just won't. I don't want people to think I'm a violent person. I'm not. My wife told me, oh, uh, by the way, all week I'm telling first day of school jokes. Right. Because in most places, this week would be the first day of school. My wife told me to get our ginger son ready for the first day of school. Are you married right now? So I punched him in the face and I stole his lunch money. (laughs) That's getting ready. Because supposedly that's what happens to kids
0: that are redheads. Oh, I love (laughs) a good (laughs) abuse (laughs) joke. 6:32 6:32 With Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102, it's time for news, and it is brought to you by Villa Napolitana Lobster Fest, September 5th through the 28th at Villa Napolitana. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Oh, boy. Thank you, Bax. Sometimes I have to deliver a very sad news. And I've already said it this morning, John, but mm. uh, boys to men, fans in Springfield area will have to wait until next year to see the group perform live. MGM Springfield officials announced yesterday the resort said due to unforeseen circumstances, the boys to men performance scheduled for Sunday, September 5th, has been rescheduled to March. Close your eyes.
1: This is bogus, Close man. Why? Because I was ready to go this
2: weekend. And blow
3: out the candle light.
2: For tonight
3: oh. is just oh. your okay.
1: night.
0: I'm not sure how long this is. We gonna, gonna go?
1: celebrate.
2: Yeah. All through the night. Okay. Like a fire. Girl, your wish is my command. I I uh, submit to your demands. I will do anything, girl, you only ask. I'll make love to you like you want me to, and I'll hold you tight. Baby, all through the night, I'll make love to you when you want me to. And I will not let go. You tell
1: me to. I love the fact that you don't know the song
0: doesn't stop you from.
2: What are you talking about? Well, I, good good I just don't know the temp. I, I was off on the tempo. Listen, uh-huh. there would
0: be people at the show singing. They don't know what the hell they're doing yeah. either. So mm-hmm. we're we're no different than any other fan, right, Steve? Yeah, that's right. But and you're you, not fans.
2: Yeah, and you uh, you poo poo uh, over my stuff. Uh, I can poo poo over yours. Yeah, yeah. but it, I'm not doing
1: anything. What but, the hell are you talking about? No, you don't
2: know the song. Yeah, no, but, if,
1: that's but if Steve poo
0: pooing you. But if Steve does a single song about some guy getting his arm ripped off by an alligator, all of a sudden it's 15 minutes of Amos Moses. That's a
2: single right. story, you mean? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine men were arrested on. Tuesday oh, God, I'm to afternoon swear to God, After Springfield home. Police Department's vice unit conducted an undercover investigation targeting Johns. Apparently you weren't in that mix, John.
1: Not that you know of.
2: The Johns were arrested for solicitating uh, prostitutes for uh, sexual conduct for a fee. The investigation began in response to quality of life complaints from the South End community. There have been 37 johns arrested for sol- uh, soliciting sexual services for a fee this summer alone. These are bad days
1: for uh, for johns looking for a little love on the side. Does that does that make the handcuffs basically vice grips?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, right. When it's a, when it's the vice squad
2: I think so. Yeah. That's how they pinch your they pinch your wrists together. You mm-hmm. know they uh, them.
0: they posted the uh, the mugshots of all nine of these men, and you know uh, you never want to judge a book by its cover. I try not to. That's always been my motto.
2: Oh, I judge that all the time. I do it all the time.
0: But only a, only a small portion of these nine men appear to me, at least, where this is really the only option they have. You know, some of these guys. I'm sure if they. You know, groomed themselves, took a shower, dressed up a little bit. Would have no problem finding a nice girl to settle down with.
1: Where are these pictures?
0: Uh, Twenty two
1: News. Yeah, that's what I'm on. I got to go in a little further, I guess. Yeah. Got to go
2: to top stories, and then you got to go to this, oh, and then you got to go to that. I know. Top a, stories. Top I'm sure stories. they're not bottom stories. No, no, no. I don't hey, think that was the case. Speaking of which, I was at Twenty Two News the other day. Uh, yes, for, I saw that. Uh, I was on Mass Apple, Mass Appeal, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, uh, I saw Kelly Reardon, and Kelly Reardon saw me and, and said, well, hello, Steve Nagel. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, I bet you were. How
2: are you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know, men who mumble are, uh, are, women are turned on by men who mumble. Yeah, you know, he
0: wasn't that. mumbling. He's just, his IQ dropped through the floor the moment yeah, he sees just, Kelly Reardon.
2: Uh, da, 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 da but i got to see her do a, a forecast live live how about that and what how is that, that? yeah yeah, yeah. Is oh that everything yeah everything you dreamed you know uh, it's funny every time i see any news anchor uh or a meteorologist they're never wearing dressy shoes no
1: they're hardly ever
2: wearing well well they got to wear pants cuz yeah. the green screen goes at least to their ankles right right yeah but the uh the, the anchors behind the desk mhm no jeans, pants Sneakers? Yep. You wouldn't even know. You yeah. wouldn't even know that they were doing
1: that. John Quill used to be uh, barefoot, from what I understand. And He's, in the moments he was not on camera, there was a piece of straw in his mouth, and he had a, a straw hat on. You're it, making that up, aren't you? No. no he used that to go was...
2: barefoot and eat granola. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and John Quill, he was a crazy guy. Yeah, he was. He wasn't, he, he
0: wasn't just a meteorologist. He was Yule
2: Gibbons all of a sudden. hmm Sixteen initiative uh, petitions, including measures related to voter identification, the status uh, and benefits of drivers for app-based transportation companies, reviving happy hour, legalizing the sale of fireworks, and the state's participation in a regional carbon emission reduction program, were given the green light Wednesday to continue advancing towards the 2022 statewide ballot. That's a lot of stuff. That is. Attorney General Mori Hilly ruled that the 16 initiative petitions and a proposed constitutional amendment that could go before voters in 2024 to authorize excuse-free absentee voting met constitutional muster, allowing supporters to begin necessary signatures and opponents uh, to contemplate legal challenges. One of the big things that uh, these Uber drivers are actually happy about would be that they would get, they would be required to get minimum wage.
1: Yeah.
2: That's what uh, they're excited about. But then how much of the cost of the ride is going to go up?
1: Exactly. Do you realize also, by the way, speaking of uh, Uber, how much much Uber sex there seems to be going on out there?
2: Are you watching porn sites again? Yeah. Well, again? Well, I mean, yeah, but... uh... To base your knowledge of how much sex goes on out there from a porn site. Yes. Yeah, yes. See, that's not accurate. Yeah,
0: I, I wouldn't necessarily put uh, all the eggs in that basket. Oh, oh, like,
1: like uh, how it's also not accurate that there are uh, a disproportionate number of women who are helping men finish when they flash them in cars? Yeah.
0: Yeah, just like that.
1: Uh, in fact. Uh, no, no, no. I saw it. I saw it myself. I saw the video.
0: You probably see more cows getting stuck up in trees than you do dudes no. having sex in their Ubers.
2: I don't know. Well, yeah, to go uh, to use your example of the uh, waiting, flashing people uh, in public, and then having being finished off. Mm-hmm. Um, that we've talked about that before. but these guys who get uh, arrested. Uh, it's a lot of happens up a lot in Puffer's Pond for some reason. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who want to sit out there. Yeah. But I'm guessing that there is a ratio of success. Yes, that and, and it looks to be
1: very good in your favor as yeah. a man. I
0: mean, I, 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 I'm not saying or suggesting that it doesn't happen. I just don't think it's happening with, at the ratio that you think it's happening. No, no, I think no, a man. lot of what you're seeing on them on those pornographic adult websites is staged.
1: There's no, 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 there's no stage involved. It's a, they're in a car. Stage guys. meaning
0: it's contrived, yeah. like it's a, it's, mm. it's not real. I have no reason to believe that. Yeah, you do. It's called reality. Yeah. People have, uh, you know, don't have the time to be uh, getting all nasty in the back of someone's car. It's
1: not. It's right in the front seat. Right in the driver's seat.
0: Yeah. Pushing no, the seat back. I d- don't think so. Although yeah. I would assume that would affect <laughs> your,
2: your Uber rating. Yeah, you get a uh, one star, two stars, you're screwed.
1: Well, you're going, but we're, we're bouncing back and forth here. Uh, one of the things that seems to be happening on a very large scale is Uber sex. The other is uh, women who are not offended by men sitting in their cars pleasuring themselves, but in fact become mm-hmm. active participants. Yeah, again, mm-hmm. I think
0: you're, uh, I think you're reading too much into those porn sites.
2: I don't know. Connecticut is teaming up with Apple to create a digital version of the state's driver's license that can be stored on a user's phone or watch. The uh, company and Governor Ned Lamont announced yesterday. Connecticut is among eight states that will be partnering with Apple, which will allow for storage of the license in its wallet application, much like a credit card. The data will be encrypted, and customers will be required to use biometric authentication, such as facial or fingerprint recognition, to access the license. Uh, I don't know if this is a good idea or not.
1: Well, once again, it's another one of those ideas that would be okay if everybody were doing it at the same time. But if a Connecticut driver comes to Massachusetts and gets pulled over, mm-hmm. the massachusetts I'm assuming the Connecticut police will be given some type of a device to access an individual's license yeah. as opposed to just holding it up like you're at a Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru because— uh, I- it would have to be something far more authentic than that or a, an ability wow. to authenticate and, and
0: reliable, too, because, as you know, any scammer can outsmart the police, authorities, other people. I mean, what's to say that someone's got a license on their phone that hasn't been fabricated? Yeah. Even, even with, <laughs> uh, you know, thumbprint technology or identification. I mean, that can all be phonied up.
2: The uh, TSA uh, said they have plans to allow the ideas to, IDs to be used at checkpoints and designated security areas. Yeah, and-
1: I am mean, to what you're saying, Bax. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, any real license could also be doctored too. But there, there comes a point where y- you you take it at face value. That if you can't see something that looks fake, then you then you believe it's real. Yeah, so but- even if it's an online license. If it doesn't look like it's been manipulated, then the police would have to accept it.
0: That's true, but it is harder to fabricate like watermarks on mm-hmm. on licenses, and there's a bunch of different self you know fail-safes on the the physical license that you wouldn't necessarily have access to if it were just a two dimensional image on a, on a screen. Well,
1: I, I see it happening. I'm I'm sure it's going to happen. Uh, but again, if you do this state by state, and you said there's eight states that are doing this, so if any of those people are pulled over in a bordering state that's not doing it, oh. how is that handled?
2: Well, you still, uh, for the time being, have to carry the physical license okay. that they give mm. you. There you go. So that's going to be part of That's how you're going to skirt around the laws when you go to different states.
0: I mean, if we found out many years later that this is all part of the microchipping we're getting done because of yeah. the vaccine, I'd be all for it if I don't have to carry my license.
2: Yeah, if I could just put my head up to the card reader and go, Yeah, hey. yeah.
0: How convenient would that
1: be? Same thing with uh, you know bars and package stores. If they if they're going to ID you, uh, what what are the package store owners and bouncers going to be using to authenticate that identification?
2: Well, how do they authenticate it now? All they do is run it under a computer that has a barcode on the back of it uh the machine you know the ones right. that are on the up and up usually have a machine mm-hmm. standing there when they're taking the IDs and all they do is scan it under the thing to see yeah. what the information if the information matches the front of the ID so i don't know how different that is matching the information on the ID on a digital f- version of that versus the card version
1: yeah i'm not, i'm not sure either but eventually i think eventually i think we're not even going to carry wallets anymore
2: no, we just wave that chip, like back said, yeah. into, into our it. brains. Put, and uh, and put, it'll
1: be long before 2525. If man is still alive. A woman can survive.
2: I stuck And a, thrive. I stuck a spoon to my vaccine spot yesterday, and it magnetized right to my arm. Of course wow, that's fabulous. does it for everybody. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh a 41 year old woman named kimberly maxwell from ashland kentucky was at a park along the ohio river on friday and she sat down with a random family as they were eating dinner she appeared to be under the influence and she grabbed their five-year-old son carried him off and threw him into the river what the hell yeah she later jumped in as well but not to save him but just to act crazy Fortunately, a witness sprang into action and rescued the boy, and he was not hurt. A witness? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Where is the family? Yeah, where? where is the father? The uh, authorities located Kimberly in the water, and she yelled, This is international waters! Police can't do anything to me! Where is this? Uh, Ohio. Uh-huh. And by the way, oh, the Ohio and Kentucky border is not international, <laughs> and the police good. definitely can do something about Other it. Other than a few rivers and lakes, it's predominantly a landlocked state. She was charged with uh, kidnapping and malicious assault. She's in jail, and no bond has been set. But I'm still curious as to who the witness was, and not the family. Right, of the, right. Of the Where's child. the father?
1: Is uh, are any of the Great Lakes? Do any of the Great Lakes border Canada? Yeah, they all do, don't they? S- so, is there a port? Are they so wide that at some point, because usually off the coast, I believe it's three miles out. That you're into international waters are are any of those uh, cross border lakes three miles wide?
0: <laughs> They're much bigger than three miles wide. Well,
1: then they mu- Well, it must be because I uh, I believe they have gambling boats in Canada, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if they have them in the U.S. too. That probably have to s- float out. There might be international waters not necessarily in an o- in an ocean.
0: Lake Erie and Lake Michigan are surrounded by US land, but you have Superior, Huron and Ontario which do border Canada. So What about Gitchigumi? That's Lake Superior. Ah. But um, my recollection is there's still coast guard patrolling those waters oh i'm sure so yeah i mean there's there's probably a point where you know there's a jurisdiction issue mm-hmm. i would imagine but and uh,
1: probably water-based uh gambling
0: yeah but you know these lakes <laughs> i'm telling you you can't see the other side of the lake this is not exactly uh you know uh congamon lakes
1: um well if you can't see the other side I, I remember my father told me when when I was young. I don't know where he got this information from.
2: Was you was that when you were young and your heart was an open book? No, it
1: was before this. Come on. Uh, um, you know you did. You know you did. Uh, he you said that did. the human eye could see seven miles uh, to the horizon.
0: Is that one of them uh, drunken professions that uh, mm. dudes tend to spout off when no, they're on I, a bar? No, I'm
1: pretty sure he was sober when he told me, although he might have been drunk when he heard it. But, uh, yeah, seven miles. So... The fact that you can go to a pretty high floor in um, in Tower Square and see downtown Hartford is uh, mirage because you can only see seven miles, which is barely East Windsor.
0: Believe it's pronounced mirage. Mm.
2: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today: the flash uh, flood warning uh, is over at uh, seven a.m., and uh, it will be uh, sunny today with a high of seventy-four. And then tomorrow, another sunny day with a high of 70. It is 57 in downtown Springfield. And that's the news and boys to men on Rock 102. I am. Summer-only savings await at your local.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 654. On Rock 102. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is underway at rock102.com. It's your call. Football weekly winners score a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hamden. Pizza the way you like it. And the overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Northeast Organic Life Hydroponics. You can check out the uh, the stats or go with your guts and uh, play Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool from Northeast Organic Life Hydroponics and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: You know, just like that announcer guy says uh, starting at 9 o'clock, it's all about the music. Um, I know we've talked a lot about music this morning with the Boys to Men show being postponed. Uh, That's the bad news. The good news is, get this, after famously vowing to never reform, after four decades later today, a big, big announcement of a sensational comeback collaboration for none other than
0: ABBA. Uh I have been uh, following uh their TikToks lately mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I got to tell you it's it's exciting stuff. You know, I believe I don't know if it's uh Anna Fred who has been uh, the holdout. I don't remember which uh, which one. Or Frida, one of one of the two women. I don't know. One of them's been holding out and saying she didn't want anything to do with it. But I mean, how how can you say no to the to the music?
1: It's it's an incredible, I don't know what that was. It's uh, an incredible announcement. Yes, and, I, and it hasn't even really been made yet. I don't know what that was either. Was um, Dancing
0: Queens with that. Ah, is. I still had Boys to Men playing in the background. Uh-huh. I had, hadn't shut that off. But. Yeah.
1: So sometime 4:45. Um, I'm not sure what uh, GMT is. Uh,
0: green, Greenwich Meridian Time. Greenwich that's, Meridian, England.
1: Okay. All right. Well, it's 5:45 UK time. And 1645
0: uh, Grecian Meridian, Greenwich. Oh, Greenwich. Greenwich. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so no, they've been uh, they've been kind of hinting around a little bit that uh, you know they're they're coming back, and who doesn't want that? 75,
1: 71, 76, and 74. That uh, that is their
0: ages. Oh, I thought those were the ticket prices.
1: No, uh, that that would be pretty wild. Those are cheap tickets, but no, that's. That's their ages.
0: Listen, if you don't if you don't love and embrace their entire canon of work, mm. you have no soul at all. I can't respect anyone that doesn't love Abba. They uh, apparently have
1: recorded at least eight songs together recently uh, since they gotten since they have reformed.
0: Oh, listen, if you're going to go out, you want to go out swinging. Yeah. I mean, you you want to bring it right back to the people.
1: Yeah, but, but you know what? If you're going to come back and you're going to do a tour, you, you can leave those eight songs at home. You, you, I, I want to hear the
0: hits. Yeah, of course, and, and most people do, but yeah. you know, you want to go out and sell stuff. Right. You know, it's, it's one thing to just perform, but to go out there with music, that would be
1: fantastic. So this article I'm reading from Yahoo News has a picture of them, clearly uh, from the 70s. right? I will be curious to see uh, what they look like now.
0: Well, uh, I believe Bjorn has been on the TikTok videos I've seen.
1: Oh, okay. It looks no. all right.
0: I mean, you know, he's he's older, obviously. He doesn't, Which one's
1: he? Is he the one with the beard and mustache?
0: No, that's. Okay. Uh, I believe he's the other one. Okay. But uh, they're making a couple of uh, appearances in the states already. Whoa! Booked at the uh, the Rosemont Horizon in uh, in Rosemont, Illinois. When March twentieth. I say, let's get a bus and go to Rosemont Illinois to see ABBA.
1: Did they already give the date cuz I know they said March of 2022 would be the Boys to Men show. I just don't want the conflict.
0: Um I can't, you I know couldn't g- choose between given them. a given a choice between Boys to Men and ABBA. No offense to Boys to Men. No. I'm going with ABBA every single time. Yeah, well, uh, that's you. I'm uh, I'm a, I'm a much much bigger
1: Boys fan. No you're not. Uh, boys to men. I mean. Yeah,
0: Well, maybe that's true. Yeah. But no, if Abba's coming, I'm going. Simple as that. And I say we all go together. Who's with me? Steve, you'd go to Abba, right?
2: Absolutely, I'd go yeah, to see, Abba. Yeah, Steve would go. And if you change your mind, you can take a chance on me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: It's 6.59 at Rock 102. Vax's oh.
2: View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Benjamin Moore Paint. Cabot stains plus rock solid painting advice and expertise
0: hey good morning sports fans how the heck are you folks let's take a moment to talk about a few stats as of yesterday the Boston Red Sox are locked up in a hotly contested race for the American League wild card only two teams can get in right now the Red Sox appear to be one of them edging out Oakland by two games in the regular divisional standings the Red Sox are in third place behind Tampa and New York nine games out of first place despite leading the division for most of the first half of the season. But then there's this other concerning statistic about the Boston Red Sox, and that is this. Since last Friday, eight Boston players and two coaches have either tested positive for COVID or they've been placed in quarantine after coming in close contact with those who have. Again, that's just what's happened over the last six days. Yesterday third baseman Yairo Munez became the latest player to receive a positive test just the other night, Xander Bogart was taken out of the game during the second inning when his test results came back positive. Just like Matt Barnes and Josh Taylor and Kiki Hernandez and Martin Perez, they're all being quarantined with various levels of symptomology. According to Kyan Bloom, quote, it's gut-wrenching. How else can you react? Every single one has been. It's really hard. This goes well beyond baseball. Bloom also went on to say that most of the players on the team have been vaccinated. But without violating the HIPAA laws, can you guess which ones have not? Look, folks, I know we're all in the middle of the wild card race here, and I know that we'd all like to see the Red Sox become the wild card team. That way they can get blown out in the divisional series. But right now, we're down eight players on a roster that's only supposed to carry 28 players until the end of the season. Are there other teams struggling with positive tests, too? Sure, but they're not all dealing with 28% of their team in quarantine. The Red Sox, on the other hand, are. And not all those guys are feeling too good. Yes, this does go well beyond baseball. This is also about hoping that everybody makes a full recovery. I'm already at the point where I'm focused on next season anyway. Let's just get through these next 31 days and hope for the best, because unfortunately, that appears to be the best that any of us can hope for. But hey, and never my Yappin Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. For 95 years, Rocky's Ace Hardware is providing good people, rock solid service, and you'll find them at all 30 of their Rocky stores. Created right here in 1926 in Springfield, South End. They've been doing it for years, and they're always willing to help you at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at 7:12 and the police on Rock 102. Oh,
1: what a mess! What a mess! What's a mess? Everything. The, the, this whole country. Uh, don't forget, we are still in in a pandemic. We're in a surge of a pandemic. I thought
0: we were over that already.
1: No, that has uh, overloaded emergency rooms all over the country. The West seems to be burning on fire to no stoppage and, and, and spreading way beyond anyone imagined. Uh, Louisiana was pretty much wiped out the other day, and the thing that wiped out Louisiana has spent the last 24 hours here, and I, the Today Show is showing some amazing video of the New York City subway system. Uh, the Today Show, Craig Melvin is at home in Connecticut, because there was an overnight travel ban mm-hmm. put in effect by New York City. But if you see what look like waterfalls coming down the stairs into subway stations, and in one shot, it's pouring from the ceiling of a subway station onto a train as the train is entering the station, it looks like a giant, like a giant train wash.
0: All right. You know, all that stuff is bad and sounds terrible, but yeah. you said it yourself— AB is coming making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, yeah, if, you know. Wanna, if you wanna put things into real perspective, let's let's focus on the positive stuff.
1: New York City yesterday had the most rainfall ever recorded in a single hour. 3.15 inches in Central Park. The previous record, by the way, set all the way back uh a week ago during Hurricane Henri. <laughs> so <laughs> These are these are records that are getting broken on a regular basis now. Yeah. Um, we were lucky. Uh, from what I saw earlier this morning from Kelly Clarkson, we got— uh, Reardon. Huh?
0: Her name is Reardon.
1: We barely got two inches here, even though they were saying up to maybe five. But it's just—it's uh, amazing how much rain fell in the last 24 hours and how much damage has been done mostly New York and New Jersey they
0: right. say. Well I wouldn't say we got, you know, completely unscathed. I mean East Lomito schools are uh, dealing with a 2-hour delay. Oh man, Jeez. to uh, to clear out all the debris mm. and the destruction.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty wild when you think about all the things that are going on around this country right now. Um that are out, you know, out of our control. I mean, I haven't heard anyone yet say anything about what started those fires out west whether whether any of them are arson or or not but you know they certainly don't need to be and uh and we're all aware of the fact that we've had a really crappy summer because of the rain right but it's <clears throat> one thing to just
0: rain but it, the but the biggie is 15 days away mm. uh abba's coming back uh boys to men uh rescheduled
1: that's not good news if you're trying to make me feel no, better, no, that's no. that's going to make me feel
0: worse. Giving you bad news would be they broke up and aren't coming back. No, you know, that would be that would be really bad news. But they're already saying we've got another date. Yeah, well, and we're we're coming to Springfield, and we're gonna we're gonna make it happen.
1: There's a lot of things that have been rescheduled over and over again because of the pandemic. I, I'm not gonna uh, I, I'm gonna hold on to my tickets. Certainly, I'm not gonna get rid of my tickets, but uh, but I'm not betting on March of 2022 either, but this is just, this is crazy. I mean, this much rain is just ridiculous. They said, they said that they set a record yesterday for the wettest September in uh, ever, ever. And by the way, yesterday was September 1st, so to set a record for, for a month
0: in a day, in a day, yeah, that's pretty good. Eh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keep in mind that if we were talking like December, January, February, yeah. the, uh, the and again, I don't, I don't know if it really bears out this way, but they say one inch of rain equals a foot of snow,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or ten inches of snow, or whatever it, it, it would be. Imagine what a storm like this would look like oh, in the yeah. middle of January.
1: Yeah, well. The good thing is, probably we wouldn't have snow in our basements. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there and dealing with water uh, in their basements. Uh,
0: there are, I, I'm seeing a lot of uh, stuff on uh, Facebook of people saying that their their basements are flooded, or mm. you know, trees have come down, or or whatever it might be. So well, there's there's a there's a lot of work being done on the roads, you know, as we speak. And although
1: you, you know, speaking of snow, as you said, I did yesterday see a truck with a plow in the front of it. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where I saw <laughs> I it, because uh, it's illegal. First of all, um, and yeah, but I saw a pickup truck with a plow on the front. Wow. I don't know if he's really, really late or really early. Yeah, probably
0: a little early, yeah. but you know, I mean, if you got to move like uh, dirt and silt from your from your roadway, yeah, so you can pass it or yeah. you know, clear a storm drain. And the only thing to do is. You know, take a you take a plow and clear it away. They do what you got to do. Yeah,
1: but that's not what he was doing. He was driving uh, down the road with it uh, simply up. Headline from Live, thousands without power in Massachusetts. Um, list of school closings and delays. The one good thing also uh, is that yesterday we were saying that it was a flash flood watch in effect until two o'clock this afternoon. That was revised it ended 18 minutes ago and uh, the sun is actually going to be coming out in many places because you know I'm I'm stuffed further into this building than I was so I don't even have the benefit of uh, of a window anymore but um, uh, no real sunshine still uh, still a cloudy day but no but no rain I mean uh, they were showing on 22 some showers out in the Berkshires but the um, the Weather Channel website does not show that the hourly forecast is 11 percent right now, and then it drops to three percent, two percent, one percent, and
0: zero. Well, you know, the weird thing about yesterday is, and I don't know if you have felt this, it wasn't like a lot of other rainstorms where it comes in in like uh, in you know, certain levels. Like for a while, it's really coming down, and then it lightens up, and then it comes down again. You know, like in, in buckets. Yesterday was just. Like consistently pouring, you know, like the whole the whole day was just uh, was just like one consistent kind of rainfall.
1: Well, um, I don't know. I mean, I had to go, I had to go up to Hadley at uh, about one o'clock in the afternoon, and when I went up there, it kind of stopped raining uh, for the time that I was in Hadley. By the time I was leaving Hadley. It was absolutely pouring and I had to go to Enfield and it poured all the way from Hadley to Enfield. Then when I turned around and came back from Enfield to Chickabee, it kind of stopped again. Uh, it, 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 you know, I'm sure it was like it's been all summer. It's different in different spots, but, um, but it was still a lot of rain. I mean, just this is just too much. It's too much. There's too many things that have been postponed, yeah. rescheduled, unrescheduled.
0: Which is, which is why you got to try to actively go out and try to find things that make you happy. You know, things that yeah, good luck with that. Things that uh, you can be optimistic about. Yeah. Uh, football, for example, or uh, you know, uh, I don't know, the Big E, or or uh, you know, whatever it might be. You uh, know the, the what Bla- I would do the Blandford Fair.
1: I would just go out, get me some weed, and be happy. Um, big headline on mass live this morning in three years of legalized marijuana massachusetts has had gross sales that surpassed two billion dollars see okay that's what i'm talking about that's some optimistic news two billion dollars i didn't realize massachusetts has 165 retailers and three delivery businesses and uh and uh, when, when did it say, it said here in the article when they made the first billion. And then uh, during 2020, retailers were shut down for two months. Despite that, 89 of them generated $714 million from November 1990, I'm sorry, uh, 2019 to November of 2020. And uh, $844 million has been generated since January 1st, already making this a record. So far, see and there's still many other dispensaries that are waiting to open.
0: There's lots of reasons to be happy now,
1: yeah yeah you know, if you if you
0: own like a dispensary you're you're probably this is probably the best time of your life.
1: two billion dollars in ah. in less than three years, not too bad i I just
0: that's that's a, probably a better haul than gambling
1: uh overall, yeah, and yet there's only two places to do that. there's uh what did I just say a hundred and something uh, hundred and sixty five retailers and you know by this time next year who knows how many how many other well i you do know how many others because the because the commission has licensed 908 establishments to uh, to sell cultivate manufacture that kind of stuff so you know who knows how many of those will actually be places you can go into and buy the stuff but it's not gonna be like liquor stores or or convenience stores, but they still already made two billion dollars.
0: It's 723 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. Bye, Dad. Uh, 725 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. September means fall in New England. It also means fall golf. Got a great deal on rock102.com right now. It's the uh, the Rock 102 fall golf deal. Get 10 rounds of golf at 10 different courses. For only 99 bucks plus shipping. That's less than $10 around. And it's uh, it all the great uh, courses the Ledges, Keeney Park, Elmcrest, Crestview, uh, all the good ones. And uh, again, less than 10 bucks around. You go to rock102.com for the fall golf club available until they sell out on rock102.com.
1: I would call ahead, though, to make sure that they are open and not flooded. Somebody just uh, sent me a picture of center field here in East Longmeadow. And, uh, uh, I, I said, "Boy, I wonder what uh, Heritage Pond looks like." And actually, the person who sent me the picture of center field is on their way now to Heritage Pond. So if I don't hear
0: from him in the next fifteen minutes, I'll have to assume the worst. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, I'm looking at that picture too. It's uh, the outfield's a little shallow, but you know that yeah. that if you remember when we used to play out there, mm. it was not always the best drained facility anyway
1: no but i don't remember it running all the way over to uh maple court (laughs) where i mean it it goes like from home plate of the main baseball diamond to the tip of maple court right in front of uh taylor rental yeah
0: i i believe it goes all the way down to la fiorentina
1: yeah and then and then it hooks up with heritage pond <laughs> there's a tributary there
0: i believe i don't i don't know if that's uh, true unless there's an underground river that we don't know about
1: i just can't uh, i can't imagine uh, you know uh, this looks like a body of water the center field is not a body of water no
0: that's just the a, body
1: a, of water that exists in heritage pond already existed put that much rain on top of it and i can't wait to find i mean there's I, I haven't seen anything that north main street's closed so i haven't
0: seen that much fluid on that field mm. since people started you know dropping their beers during trailer trash at the at the carnival
1: why would you drop your beer during trailer trash
0: cuz trailer trash is so good and you're applauding and you knock over your beer and that's the kind of puddle uh, you get of beer well and I, and vomit too don't don't forget the vomit
1: i am curious to know how like what's the furthest over the banks heritage pond has ever
0: gone
1: i mean but yeah <sighs> the road is uphill so yeah but,
0: but at, at heritage pond i always judge it by at you know at the edge of that water normally are a couple of benches mm-hmm. and when the water goes beyond the benches yeah by a good 10 15 20 feet at mm-hmm. that point you realize hey the water level is kind of high
1: and that's that's i think the low point of the park because like I said to the road it's uphill to the parking lot it's uphill so the the main I would say the main overflow is going to go down toward those benches at the uh, at the west or northwest end of the park
0: it's 7:28 we have news next on Rock 102
1: are you interested in renovating or building a commercial or business space but don't know where to start
0: 731 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Uh, this month receives 60% off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Thanks, Bax. Uh, police arrested two people and located a handgun after being called to Farnham Drive in Holyoke, the location of a recent shootout for a suspicious vehicle yesterday afternoon. Captain Matthew Moriarty said the vehicle, a black Honda, was occupied by 20-year-old Benjamin Green and 18-year-old Jason Gonzalez. Green had a suspended license, which resulted in his arrest for operating a motor vehicle with a suspended license. A black handgun was located underneath the passenger seat during an inventory search of the vehicle. Uh, Officers also arrested uh, Gonzalez and charged him, as well as Green, with possession of ammunition without an FID card, carrying a firearm without a license, and possession of a large-capacity firearm. What the hell's going on on Farnham Drive? Driving
1: a car with no license, carrying a gun with no license. They catch this guy fishing yet? Mm, No, but they should. Yeah, yeah, I bet he don't have that either.
0: Yeah, that might be the one license he does have. He's
1: married, he didn't even get a license either. Yeah, probably not. So the uh, um, the
0: guy that uh, sent us the picture of uh, of center field has now yeah. sent us pictures of uh, of Heritage Pond, yeah. in uh, in East Longmeadow, and uh, yeah, it appears to have flooded
2: all of East Longmeadow.
1: In, in fact, it looks like there now may be international waters
2: on <laughs> yes. that
1: uh, pond. Well, as well, between
2: Springfield and East Longmeadow, yeah. uh, that's international.
1: Well, or it, I mean, if it ran from uh, Enfield uh, or East Longmeadow to Enfield, then that could be it too, but. Yeah, that's – I love, though, how they still have the fountain on. Why would you leave that on if it's just filling the pond with more water? It's
0: actually not. It just recycles the water that's already in there, but uh, –
1: It's like a a tub. uh, No, it's not
0: filling up. It's It's recycling
1: the water. (laughs) You know,
0: uh, just to be good uh, citizens, since we are located here in East (laughs) we have a bunch of paper towels that uh, the town could use. They're very absorbent.
2: Want me to go over there after the news? Yeah, why
0: don't you? I think we got two or three rolls of uh, bounty. They are the quicker picker-upper.
2: Start tossing
1: them out to people. Do you have, by the way, the the homicide in uh, Chicopee?
2: No, I do not. okay. Dude. Do you want me to go back? Uh,
1: no, well, I mean, uh, it's kind of a, kind of a, you know, murders are usually in the news, but then again, I'm looking on Mass Live. I know I saw it here.
2: Well, that's I, what I was saying. I saw it yesterday, and now I can't find yeah,
1: it. Yeah, it's all the way. If you go, if you click on news, it's way, way down.
2: Well, why, why wouldn't
1: uh,
2: a story about a murder be way, way down? Yeah. Well, on the bottom of the page because
1: it because uh. Probably because the man was shot two weeks ago and died of his injuries uh, the other day. He died Sunday, actually.
2: Yeah, I'm still... today uh, is Thursday. Oh, here here is the story Mm. right here. A Springfield man shot two weeks ago on Center Street in Chicopee has died of his injuries and the case is now being investigated as a homicide, according to the Hamden District Attorney's Office. The deceased was identified as 28-year-old Luis Vasquez, uh, said Jim Lydon, a communications director for Anthony Galooney. He died Sunday at Bay State Medical Center in Springfield, where he's being treated for his injuries. Vasquez was shot. August 21st, near 500 Center Street in Chicopee, police were called to the area for reported gunfire about 1.40 a.m. When police arrived, they found shell casings on the scene but no victims. A short time later, Vasco's was brought by a private vehicle to the emergency room at Bay State for treatment of the gunshot wound. So far, there have been no arrests. The investigation is being conducted by Chicopee police. State police detectives assigned to Galuni's office and the DA's murder unit.
1: Um, the the uh, Another one that was taken to the hospital by private vehicle yeah man Hmm. is that the name of the restaurant uh yeah don't 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 say that on the air um but yeah
2: well this was in reference to another story exactly
1: the um you know what for some reason now because you said he was taken by a driver Mm -hmm. it's it's made me think about uh what i just heard on the today show and, and i heard this yesterday have you heard about this new texas abortion law
0: this is the one the uh, the Supreme Court uh, refused to hear. Did, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. The Texas law, um, first of all, doesn't allow uh, a, an abortion once a heartbeat is detected, which is usually before the woman even knows she's pregnant. Uh, it also doesn't make exemptions for rape or incest. It also doesn't rely on the government to go after the person who had the abortion. Anyone can. If, if you know somebody who is getting an abortion, if you know somebody who helped somebody get an abortion, they said they could even go after the Uber driver who drives the person to the clinic. That's the
0: way this new law is in Texas. And the Supreme Court wouldn't hear it wouldn't based hear on it. W- based on what?
1: Uh, just based on their personal decisions. And it was a majority decision, unfortunately.
0: Well, well, no. I mean, these are usually based on constitutional issues, whether or not they hear it. If they feel like a certain case does not rise to a constitutional question, they don't hear it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's not about what they personally believe about uh, abortion
2: I law. didn't
1: hear the exact specific reason why they Be- turned it down.
2: Because they're not banning abortions. Yeah. Well, that's that's the that's what this is. And all these providers are like, well, now we have to run the risk of being sued anytime somebody comes in here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean to 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 see the the umbrella of people who can be gone after, can be uh, fined up to $10,000, the driver who took them to the clinic.
0: That's you know, that's a little heavy-handed, but um yeah, when, When it comes to the Supreme Court, either hearing a case or not hearing a case, it doesn't always necessarily mean that it's a matter of right or wrong in their decision. It's a matter of whether it's it's a constitutional question.
1: Well, and the other thing. Yeah, I got that. But the other thing, too, now they say is, you know, a lot of other Republican states could go ahead and do the same thing.
0: See, but I would I would question whether uh, my constitutional rights of just doing my job are violated. For example, if I'm an Uber driver and I have and I could be charged with just simply giving somebody a ride, mm-hmm. never mind the fact of my intent is to only give somebody a ride. Right. It's not about. I'm not judging I'm giving, the
1: people that want to go to bars. No, I'm not.
0: am not, not giving you a ride or refusing to give you a ride because of where you're going to go. Right. right. So that's you know to me, <clears throat> you know there's a constitutional question right there, and and why the Supreme Court would at least view it from that point of view. I don't really understand.
2: Well, you can't force a mask on a kid in Texas, but you can force her to have a baby.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But
1: will the baby have a mask?
2: Well, that would—that's that's a good question. Would blow your you mind. Know, That always blows my mind. Uh, you know, with these, you know, uh, like a, a child who was raped, like a twelve-year-old who was raped, is now pregnant and can't get an abortion because of mm-hmm. laws. A twelve-year-old wouldn't be able to go adopt a child. No, nope. through the state. And I don't think the twelve-year-old would be
1: allowed to keep the child after it's born.
3: Uh, well, as I, I long don't know. As it, you're in I don't, The
0: law disallows that, but I mean, it would be highly encouraged for them to put it up for adoption. But it, it, I don't think there's any law that says they can't keep it. Well I mean, it may be. be raised by somebody else in the family, or you know, whatever it may be. But I don't think there's any law that specifically states A, A, and A, B, and C. It's crazy.
2: (laughs) Middle and high school students in Northampton will start the new year one day later than expected after possible mold was discovered in the buildings. Meanwhile, South Hadley High School will begin the year with remote learning after a yet-to-be-determined substance was found growing inside of it. We reported about that yesterday. Now it's Northampton. Today, we discovered that what we believe to be mold in a classroom, said Desmond Caldwell, principal of Northampton's JFK Middle School in a phone message to parents on Wednesday. In response, we are inspecting the entire building and bringing in a mold mitigation team to clean all areas. MMT. The mold mitigation team, yeah. 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 Meanwhile, we're, we're blooming mold all the time, every time we step on a, on a carpet. Mayor Narkowicz said the possible mold of the high school was related to new air circulation equipment installed in response to COVID-19.
1: But our problem now is probably the our flooding is Heritage Pond. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just
2: just wait till it really gets backed up. Yeah, you imagine that the mold was related to the new air circulation equipment installed in response to COVID nineteen.
1: That's weird.
2: That's very weird. That's what the mayor is saying.
1: Hmm. Um, I, I hope it's under warranty. I was
2: gonna say if you spent all that money yeah. to circulate the air versus trapping it inside and uh, mm. getting you black lung. That might not be a good option.
1: Yeah. yeah you hope, hopefully they kept the receipt.
2: Uh, South Hadley High School was set to begin the, uh, the, the year today as well, with other schools in the district starting yesterday. South Hadley Superintendent Jamal Mosley said in a letter to the community on Tuesday described a white-black substance growing on the walls and furniture in the high school.
0: Yeah, that sounds like mold.
2: Well, it could be other things. Oh, I'm not like, what?
0: Uh,
1: Name five other things it could be. Moss. Okay. Moss grows fat on a rolling stone.
2: It also grows on a school desk.
1: That wasn't in the song.
2: What about uh, fungi? Fungi? Yeah, like mushrooms.
1: What fungi. It mushrooms, yeah.
2: I believe that's also mold. I can't name three others. Well, no, I mean... Uh, wait no, till mu- I tell
0: you five more. Mushrooms aren't, uh, aren't mold. Fungi's not mold? Well, mushrooms wouldn't be. I mean, fungus is a... Is its own br- is its own uh, organism? Mm. I believe. Either a re- way, either way, it's uh, it, it's gross. And if you got a ventilation system that uh, should have been protecting everybody and it's blasting out mold, then well, we got some problems here in these schools.
1: We got problems in the schools. We got problems in the courthouses.
0: We got problems in 12, the radio stations. Twelve feet away from me. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Another visitor to Hawaii has been arrested for allegedly using a fake vaccine card to fly to the islands. On the card was a uh, one major error that was a red flag for authorities. Moderna was misspelled as Moderna. M-A-D-E-R-N-A. Moderna, Not, not yeah. Moderna. Yeah. Uh, state investigators said they received a tip that 24-year-old Chloe Mrazik of uh, Oaklawn, Illinois, may have uploaded the false documents under the state's Safe Travels Program to Bypass Traveler Quarantine Rules. Morozik uh, arrived on Oahu last Monday on a Southwest flight. Upon arrival, she left the airport before her hotel. Reservations were confirmed by screeners. Documents show that she was listed at a Holiday Inn Express in Waikiki as her place of stay. Ooh, staying at the big places.
1: Hey, Holiday Inn, you know how much money I save, I save by staying at Holiday Inn Express?
2: Investigators checked with the hotel, and they said there were no reservations under her name. As Marazica uh, went about her trip in Oahu, investigators were gathering details over the alleged fake vaccine card. The handwritten uh, card listed Delaware as the location of the vaccine.
1: Was that spelled right?
2: Yes, that yeah. was uh, correct. <laughs> but this is what people are doing.
1: Yep. It is uh, not a bad idea if you're going to fake a document. ...to make sure that it is all spelled correctly.
2: Well, it's just like the drug dealers driving a car with a broken taillight and, uh, you know, you're bringing attention to yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, But, I mean, the people who made the card were obviously stupid enough to not recognize the misspell. And then the person who downloaded the card also not smart enough to notice the misspell. Yeah, but this is what, like I, being a drug dealer with a headlight out and then loaning your car to
0: another drug dealer. But I got to tell you, uh, when I received my card, I didn't check it for spelling errors. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I you should have. Yeah. should. Yeah. I'll have to go back
1: home and What if the what if the out. O in uh, shot is an
0: I? Ooh. Maybe. Well, I don't I don't know what is that what is that spell? Let's
1: figure it out, college boy.
2: Uh, A college boy? That's right. Well, because you went to college. Right, and you were a boy. You went to an accredited school. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So did you. Uh, In certain aspects. (laughs) A recent study in the Journal of Medicine now suggests that mammals, humans included, may be able to breathe through their rectums. Really? Yeah. Mice, rats, and pigs could all stave off the devastating effects of o- oxygen deprivation if given an oxygen enema. I know I've been able to exhale.
1: I know be- I've been able to talk through it.
2: Yeah, but
1: could for, this... Talk it. For the last 30 years. Yeah, but up could, to and including yesterday.
2: But could this new method provide temporary oxygen while a patient awaits a ventilator?
0: Well, that's a good question. That's what they're saying. They're yeah. saying
2: about sticking a tube in your rectum... In order to help you breathe, instead of putting you on a medical, a mechanical ventilator,
0: wrecked kill,
1: him. Damn, damn, Kill him!
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, what happens when you cough? When you have to probably uh, reinsert. That's not mucus. Oh fuck! Crying a lot. That's gross.
2: No, that's uh, <laughs> Mississippi hummus, is what that is. <laughs> Mississippi hummus? You never heard of that before? No, I never heard that before. You never you? heard of the chocolate ring Saturday? Uh, okay. No, uh, I have not. No, the Ruby doodads. Uh, yeah, yep. huh? yep.
1: ru- Once again, the only reason you did the story.
2: What no, are you talking he, about? He's doing this top of his head? You never had yes. a hot pita pocket with extra sprouts? Okay. A little Chief Brown
1: uh, Tongue. All right, that's
2: good. A little sewer chair action. <laughs> Slummer party in the basement. Usually when I yell, Stephen, that's the end. Yeah, well, we're changing things up here. It's uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 74. <laughs> Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 70. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Forecast brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Next time you're at the beverage cooler, look for the black and white can. It's Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, and it's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air-roasted. And that's your Fogbuster forecast and the news on Rock
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 753. And Ozzy Osborne, Rock 102.
1: Storm is over. Uh, the sun will be out at some point, and uh, it's supposed to be dry. So if you're uh, not flooded out somewhere, it could be a nice day, a high of 74. It is uh, 60, only 60 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: You know, you ever miss a uh, Bax and O'Brien show? Whenever it is, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Thursdays are usually decent shows. Today's a, today's obviously not, but no. you know, on other days, Thursday is a good one. Uh, you can check out the Bax and O'Brien podcast. It's very simple. You can download it on your mobile device, your laptop, whatever. You can find it on BaxtonO'Brien dot com, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Spotify, wherever you look for uh, for podcasts. Also, uh, check out uh, Baxy's musical podcast. My guest this week, Fee Wable of the Tubes. I got another real good one coming up on Monday. Uh, but you can check all that stuff out on vaccine, uh, vaccineobryan.com.
1: Speaking of uh, podcasts, they, they did a story on, on the Today Show this morning about Joe Rogan, um, who has very famously been against the uh, COVID vaccine and uh, kind of changed his tune a little bit when he was called out on it by Dr. Fauci and then uh, ended up getting COVID over the, uh, the past week. And seems to be on the other side of it. He's among those idiots who uh, took that drug uh, that's for horses, for for parasites in horses. What I don't get is, it, it's a prescription drug. And, and other people have been taking it. How are they getting prescriptions? I, I mean... It amazes me sometimes what a prescription drug can be. I'm currently taking a prescription. I'm currently using a prescription toothpaste. I, really? I, yes. I was, I'm like, can I get strung out on this stuff, man? What's the street value? <laughs> say, how, many,
0: how many people are there in rehab yeah. with the bright, shiny teeth?
1: Because they, they brush their teeth too much. But how are these people getting this horse drug if it's a prescription?
0: Well, you know, the thing is, I think if you try hard enough, you look around enough, you can find a doctor to write you a script for nearly anything. Okay,
1: but then what about the pharmacist? I mean, I know the pharmacist is not going to ask you whether you own a horse and can you prove it, but I got to believe that there's a spike in these prescriptions now, and it might make even the druggist a little... Suspicious.
0: It might, and you would think that for the rest of us, they would probably contact either your doctor or your insurance company to find out whether they would pay for it or whether the prescription is real. But if you're Joe Rogan and you sign a $100 million contract to uh, put all your podcasts up on Spotify, you can probably pay for it yourself. I, I, I just...
1: I don't understand that. I know, but prescription y- toothpaste.
0: <laughs> you would think that it would be impossible to get if it were that controversial, but mm-hmm. maybe not so much.
1: I just hope I don't have any withdrawals.
0: <laughs> yes, because imagine the DTs oh, from man your periodontal disease. Yeah, it's seven fifty six on Rock One Hundred Two
1: Packers September twelfth
0: after Rock One Hundred Two Springfield's Classic Rock. It's eight oh nine. And Mon Jovi on Rock 102.
1: The uh, Roderick Island, uh, Ireland courthouse was closed last week uh, because it is deemed to be unsafe. Yesterday, a lawsuit was filed by Hamden County Register of Deeds Cheryl Coakley Rivera to keep that place closed until certain conditions are met.
0: And the uh, attorney representing uh, Cheryl in that lawsuit is on the phone with us, uh, Laura Mangini. Good morning, Laura. How are you?
4: Hi guys how are you doing
1: very good laura my first question is don't you have to go to court to file a lawsuit uh
4: we do but in this case with COVID, everything has turned electronic so i was actually able to file the complaint electronically through the electronic filing system with the courthouse so the complaint is actually filed as of yesterday
0: yeah as someone who has gone to that courthouse multiple times like yourself i'm sure you know the conditions that that are that are being talked about and you know how unsafe this this building has been it sounds like the massachusetts trial court has just either refused to listen to the complaints or just doesn't want to take the full responsibility for either closing it demolishing it or building a new one what what is your take on 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 what they are doing or not doing in this situation
4: so as you mentioned You know, there's been a long-standing history of environmental concerns at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. Uh, Sometime between 2009 and 2011, union members filed a health and safety grievance that had between 300 and 400 signatures outlining complaints and health consequences that people were suffering at the courthouse. There's been a history of a number of people um, becoming sick. Two judges in the same lobby died of ALS and a third employee that was located right above their lobby also died of ALS. Um, And since 2018, there's been an environmental committee that's been working with CJAM in an effort to try to resolve these environmental issues, including mold, including the HVAC system, including fiberglass that's in the air. What we've seen is that the trial court is really just putting a Band-Aid on the situation instead of actually fully addressing all of the issues. So they'll come in and they'll do the mold remediation, and they'll do a deep cleaning. But then in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, the mold is back, and we've got the pictures in the complaint to document it. Um, it's gotten worse, especially since COVID closed. It's been worse. Um, the pictures that are contained in the complaint are all pictures from 2021 and 2020 when people came back to the courthouse. You know, there's mold on the witness, witness chairs in the courtrooms where witnesses have to come in and testify there's mold on the American flag in the courtrooms. there's mold on the books behind the judges, there's mold in lock-up where attorneys have to go down and speak to their clients and where individuals are being held until they can be arraigned. It's just a horrifying situation all around.
1: Laura, I think there's a lot of people, us included, who uh, until last week were pretty ignorant as to what the Massachusetts trial court is. It's kind of been explained to us uh, since then, and, and I got a little bit of an understanding here, but I don't know whether or not they discipline judges is it their responsibility to close this building or could one of the judges who works in the building issue an emergency injunction that the building be closed
4: so right now we have filed a request um, for that emergency order that you just mentioned it's called a temporary restraining order Um, and it is in front of right now a judge in Hamden Superior Court I am hopefully expecting a ruling this morning Um, What we did ask was that if the judge and Hamden Superior did not think that he had the ability to rule on such issue, that he immediately send it up to the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court, who has authority under a certain statute, to um, look at what's going on at the courthouse, deem it a sick building, and close it down if necessary.
1: And then the Massachusetts trial court would have to follow the ruling of the SJC, or, I, I, I mean, what... How high up on the, the hill is the Massachusetts Trial Court?
4: So the so uh, we sued Justice Paula Carey in her capacity as the Chief Justice of Administration and Management of the Trial Court, along with a number of other defendants who are all involved with facilities and maintenance. And they are responsible to make sure that the building is safe for people to come into and to work at. And if uh, the court, either Hammond Superior or the SJC, issues that temporary restraining order. They are bound by that restraining order until a new ruling is issued. So what we did was we asked for the temporary restraining order and also a short notice to give the defendants a chance to come in and explain what they're doing and why they think the courthouse should remain open instead of, you know, being closed and a new courthouse being found.
0: This is attorney uh, Laura Mangini on the phone. This, this is set up as a, uh, as a class action lawsuit, and right now, uh, according to to the mass live article Cheryl Coakley Rivera and Judith Potter uh, are the only two uh, plaintiffs on on the uh, you, you know on the complaint or on the lawsuit. Do you expect more people to join in on this and, and if so, what kind of damages are are you are you looking for here?
4: We're hoping that more people will join We had to move rather quickly on this. Um, because the courthouse was actually originally going to reopen as of yesterday. So we moved quickly to get the case filed to get the temporary restraining order. Um, A new issue was ordered yesterday by Justice Carey, keeping the courthouse closed till next Tuesday um, while they continue their alleged remediation efforts. So we are hoping that now that the complaint is filed, more plaintiffs will come forward and want to join our lawsuit. In terms of damages and what we're seeking, Right now, we're just really seeking injunctive relief, um, but we are exploring other potential legal remedies for people at the courthouse.
1: For people at the courthouse, which I assume at some point would maybe then become a a personal injury lawsuit, but do you really need more plaintiffs on this one? I mean, you got it filed, you got the injunction, uh, the, the temporary restraining order. What's the need for more plaintiffs?
4: There really isn't a need... Um, for more plaintiffs, I think it would just be a strong showing of solidarity uh, for Western Mass for against the defendants. That everyone in Western Mass knows we need a new courthouse, knows that what's being done is just a band-aid and not a real solution, and that they're, you know, they're standing with Cheryl Coakley Rivera to was, try to help get this done.
1: The other the other day, the governor was seen in a, in a press conference saying that the building belonged to the trial court, not to the state and therefore he had no jurisdiction, was he riffing that off the top of his head, or was he told that by the, by the trial courts, that he doesn't have the jurisdiction?
4: Uh, I'm not sure what the governor was told, and I didn't get a chance to see the press conference, um, but there is a separation of powers issue, which is why we did not name the governor as a defendant in our lawsuit.
1: And he cannot overrule the mass trial court and order the building closed?
4: Well, it's an interesting question because he did step in and order the soldiers home closed um, and an investigation to be completed. So he, there may be a way for him to get involved. But at this point, um, I don't think he's a necessary defendant.
1: He's had to close, almost emergency closed, two buildings in Western Mass. Boy, it almost looks like this side of the, story, the state gets short shrift, doesn't it? <laughs>
4: sure does look that
0: way <laughs> well you know it's, it's interesting because you know worcester lowell greenfield they've all gotten new new courthouses without anyone having to file a lawsuit to get that done and you know in the in the mass live article it, you know it explains and i think you do in the uh, in, in the lawsuit as well the kind of volume that you deal with in 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 the springfield courtroom i mean a courthouse it, it, it's it's an enormous amount of people going in there Every single day during normal, regular business to to give those communities the new courthouse that uh, that they didn't fight for and to ignore the Springfield one doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And when the governor kind of dodges the question and says, well, it's the other guy's responsibility for someone who works in that courtroom, this must just be exasperating to you to see everybody kind of pointing in different directions as to who's really responsible for any of this.
4: It is. And I can tell you, um, in terms of other counties getting new courthouses, there is a list. Uh, I think a study was done a couple of years ago in which the trial court, CJAM, went through and developed a list to do, It's a, I think it's a 10 or 20 year plan to revamp all the courthouses in Massachusetts. Hamden County, for whatever reason, falls, I think we're either 23rd or 25th. I, I don't think we've ever really gotten a straight answer from CJAM. And recently we've been asking to figure out how to get us moved up higher on the list because of all the health issues in our building and whether these other courthouses that are currently in front of us also have the same health issues or is it just that it's an old courtroom and it's an old court building and, you know, maybe it's not the greatest with technology, so they're higher on the list. And, you know, one of the frustrating things is we cannot get a straight answer out of CGM as to how to move ourselves higher on this list mm. to get a new courthouse quicker. Um, and that's one of the reasons we move forward with this, legis- with this litigation is because there's a there's a sense that there's a lack of transparency between CJAM and the members of Hampden County and what's going on out here.
1: There was a, a bill filed this week to change the appointment of judges from a lifetime appointment to a five-year appointment. Uh, we asked the DA about this last week, and frankly, i simply forgotten his answer. Who are the people that are on the Massachusetts trial court? Who appoints them if they are, in fact, appointed? Are there term limits, and how do you replace them?
4: That is a good question. I don't have the answer to that uh, right now as I'm sitting in my car.
1: Because the DA says that there are no representatives of that trial court from Western Massachusetts.
4: No. Um, on, the, on the. So I'm not sure. I know Justice Carey, she is the chief justice as again as i mentioned is of administration management and she is the one that heads that you know that department there's a number of different departments within the trial court um in massachusetts and so with it with sued a number of different defendants in their official capacity as part of the trial court the ones that we've sued of course are all out of boston
0: no. So, so you're telling us you don't have the state charter available to you right there in your car right right next to you in the front seat? Yeah, the glove compartment, <laughs> the
1: console.
4: Unfortunately, I do not. Wow. Well, Can't believe
0: goodness. that. I don't know what you're driving, lady. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, it just it just seems to make, you know, logical sense that the that the that the answer here is a wrecking ball and new construction. But, you know, short of that happening, I think you're right. Even if they go in there and try to remove all the, the mold, it's just going to wind up coming back like it always does. And and much like every other problem we have here in, Ma- in Western Mass, when the state decides they want to get involved, it's a patch up job rather than an actual long term solution. So I applaud you for, for being involved in this in this uh, in this lawsuit. It, it, it's it definitely needs to happen. Something needs to give.
4: Thank you. I appreciate
0: your support. The, uh, the D.A. mentioned to us last week
1: that between himself and Cheryl Coakley Rivera, they are elected officials. My question to him had been, what if all of the employees of the court decided not to come to work that, that are not elected officials? Can they be blanketly fired? Um, you know,
4: there, a lot of the people that work in the courthouse are, are union members. Um, so there's it's a little bit, I think, more complicated than just a blanket firing. So, um, I will tell you, though, that a number of people that work at the courthouse are afraid that they, if they participate in this lawsuit, they will somehow be retaliated against. Mm-hmm. Not locally um, from Hampden County, but in a general sense that they might be transferred to a different court. Um, or, you know, that they won't get that promotion that they applied for, because all of that goes through Boston.
1: Is there a worse place to be sent? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not.
0: Uh,
1: (laughs) I can't imagine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Attorney Laura Mangini, we appreciate the time today, and best of luck with the lawsuit. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. It's uh, 823 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. Tanglewood and the Clark Art Institute, Mount Greylock and the Berkshire Botanical Gardens, Ski Butternut, Catamount, and Jiminy Peak. The Berkshires are a cultural treasure chest and activities hub. Uncover all that Berkshire County has to offer in the new Business West. Discover ways
2: local construction and insurance
0: companies can support you. Plus, 2021 Milestones, the community of Hadley and shining the spotlight on the class of 2021 healthcare heroes. Find it all in the new issue of Business West.
2: The vital business news of Western Mass is in Business West.
4: The McDonald's breakfast is too good to speak deal. Sounds a lot like... Mm. That. And who wants to chit chat in the morning when you have McDonald's to eat anyway? Get a sausage McMuffin,
0: sausage burrito, or any size premium roast hot coffee, any two,
4: for $2.
0: Or get a sausage McMuffin with egg, two for $4. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with combo meal. Hurry to
1: Gary Room Hyundai and save green with more inventory than any other dealer in Western Mass. I'll give you more green for your car, whether you trade it or not. Lease a 2021 Elantra Hybrid Blue for 258 a 2021 Ionic Hybrid SEL for just 231 or a 2021 Sonata Hybrid Blue for 229 Go green and save with three years of complimentary maintenance. All honeys come with America's Best Warranty, 10 years or 100,000 miles, and order assurance. GaryRomeHundy.com,
0: 150, Whiting Farms, Road, Holyoke. See dealer for details. Bye.
2: The Three-County Fair.
3: So excited to get back out there.
2: You going? Never miss the fair. Did you know they have free parking this year? Dad wants to get hypnotized by Kelly Carl. Summer's not over yet. Wacky Chad is hilarious. Mom's apple pie won first place. What do you go for? The rides. The games. The food. Never miss the fair. The Great Late Summer Fair. The Three-County Fair. Labor Day weekend in Northampton.
4: before she began her weight loss journey with Trinity Health of New England, Angelique couldn't keep up with life. Now, life can't keep up with her. Since undergoing gastric sleeve surgery in 2016, Angelique is living the way she deserves, actively and well, with ongoing support from her dedicated care team. The truest measure of her weight loss is what her children say they've gained, a healthier, happier mom. Trinity Health of New England. Visit TrinityHealthOfNE.org.
0: Day 25 of and O'Brien a rock 102 um, uh, there you go
1: yeah I uh, I was just in uh, a zone where I wanted to talk to you about something yeah and uh, and I knew how I wanted to get into the conversation and now I can't remember what it was I mean I know what the conver I know what the subject is. But I, I had a great way to lead into it and I've forgotten it.
0: So you had a plan. Yeah. But you forgot the plan.
1: I forgot the plan. Well, I forgot the lead into the plan. So, um, oh yeah, here it is. You wanna you wanna remind people how old we are?
0: Uh okay. You
1: remember the honeymooners? Yes. You remember how uh, how Art Carney used to over-dramatize uh, or, or animate himself when he was getting ready to do something? Yeah. Cracking his knuckles, you know, stretching his arms out, adjusting his sleeves until finally Ralph would uh, scream at him, Would you do this
0: already? <laughs> Remember? Yes, I do, in fact.
1: <laughs> well, uh, the other day at the U.S. Open, I don't even know how to say this player's name. Stefanos Tsitsipas, uh, I believe, is what it was. Uh, Andy Murray was playing against the guy, and this guy takes ridiculously long breaks during play. You're allowed two off-court breaks during a best-of-five set. This guy left the court, went to a bathroom... Andy Murray finally texted because apparently, uh, I I think he did it after the match because you don't have no. It was
0: it was in the middle of a match. They they still he came back after eight minutes in the bathroom. Yeah, and then and then wound up winning the match, which at some point was almost five hours long.
1: And Murray 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 uh, posted on Twitter, "Fact of the day: It takes Stefano's twice as long to go to the bathroom as it took Jeff Bezos to go into outer space." (laughs) And uh, well, and he's yelling I'm, to the line judge. You know why? Why are you allowing this? What's your opinion on this? And the reason I didn't think he did it during the match is because there are some people who think that this guy Stefanos may be going into the bathroom to text his father, who is also his coach. And 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 I would have thought that obviously that means they don't have access. To phone, so I don't know how Andy Murray would have tweeted that.
0: Well, the 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 other issue that I heard was, you know, not so much that, but that the eight minutes gives uh, a guy, uh, you know, time to cool down, time to you know rehydrate. You know, it gives him a break yeah. that he would not normally get during the course of a normal match.
1: And not only did he get the eight minutes in the bathroom, when he returned, he went to his bench, he walked to a cooler to get a bottle of water. He then sat down on the bench, and that's when Murray became Ralph Cramden. Get up! What's going on? Get up well, He starts yelling
0: at him. I mean, you know, you and I are both at the age now where if we go to the bathroom, uh eight minutes isn't all that crazy if you know you're thumbing through magazines no. or candy crushing it or But I mean you know, I mean I you know listen, it's so easy to lose track of time. That's kooky time.
1: But there's another player who said Uh, we're hydrating a lot, we have to use the bathroom to change. My socks, my shoes, my inserts in my shoes, my shorts, my shirt, everything, it takes five or six minutes. If people don't understand that, clearly they've never spent a day in the life of a professional athlete. What professional athlete in the middle of a competition changes their entire clothes?
0: Uh, Well, I mean, like if you're a baseball player and in between innings, if you get like a stain on your shirt or whatever, Uh I suppose you could probably – Change it and put on something I, new. I don't
1: understand. I don't even understand the if people have never been a professional, if they don't understand this, they've never been a professional athlete. I can't think of a single athlete who's allowed to change his entire wardrobe in the middle of a competition.
0: Well, I know the other argument's going to be: Listen, if you knew you were going to be playing tennis for the next five hours, you always want to go before you start playing. Yeah. But you know, as a guy who's in you know in his mid fifties. You know, sometimes your digestive system has really got a mind of its own.
1: Well, most of the people playing in the U.S. Open are not in their 50s.
0: It's 8.30. News is next to Rock 102. Save yourself 30%. Brian, at Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Aquatique Pools and Spas. Save now on all carbon above ground pools in Haywood salt chlorine generator. 730 Union Street in West Springfield. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Thanks, Bax. Taliban fighters are feeling very angry and betrayed uh, after discovering that the Afghan National Army helicopters abandoned at Kabul's airport have been rendered inoperable by departing U.S. troops. Oops. Oh, you did not leave this in working condition? <laughs> An Al Jazeera reporter who tore a hangar on the military side of the airport <clears throat> said in a video that the terrorist group expected the Americans to leave helicopters like this in one piece for their use.
1: Why would they... First of all, uh, and we did see video the other day of the Taliban flying a Black Hawk helicopter. Uh, We talked about it because uh, on the first day, they couldn't get it off the ground. They were just driving it around on the tarmac. And on the second day, there appeared to be a man hanging from the helicopter. Um, I mean, I, I, I had already heard that we had taken all the software out of everything that we left behind. Why would they think we would leave that for them
2: well when the reporter said uh, why do you think the Americans would have left everything operational for you and they said uh, we believe it is a national asset and we are the government now and this could have some uh, great use for us but no longer yeah but the deal
1: was made when we formed the Afghan military the deal was not made with the Taliban that if you can get rid of the Afghan military then it becomes
0: finders keepers yeah. And now they're losers weepers.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, the Taliban are hoping to get the commercial side of the airport reopened for flights in the coming days. The flight carrying the last American soldier departed Afghanistan on Monday afternoon, mar- marking an end to the nearly 20-year U.S. military presence inside the country.
0: Well, on the other hand, don't you think they're probably looking at American technology and saying, ah, it's nothing but junk?
1: Yeah, we can do better than this.
0: Uh, we, you know, are, are we? I mean, yeah, it's a great idea to dismantle this stuff before they can use it against us. But ultimately speaking, don't you think that hurts our brand?
1: Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know that they uh, look at it that way. Um, you know, but they probably don't uh, care for many of our. Who is this uh, Smith
0: and Wesson? Who are
1: they? Who
2: is this?
0: This is like pop gun to me. <laughs> <laughs> this what? What is he? Smith and Wesson wa- water pistol? Super well, soaker?
2: Well, this whole situation makes uh Hunter Biden uh Joe Biden's uh, second biggest pullout mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> booyah! Booyah! Oh, 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 yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. I heard that. Good yesterday. for you. Oh, you didn't make that up? Oh, I didn't make that up. Uh, I, wish I, had. I, I thought that I was wish like I your I
0: thought you were using your own no, material. I found what are you like eating. the Carlos Mencia of radio all of a sudden? Well, you I, know, we all are.
1: I gotta tell you, um we already know that Joe Biden is the oldest person who's ever been elected to be president. Mm-hmm. We also know that every president other than Trump has seemingly aged over the course of four years. Never mind eight years. Trump didn't because he has no soul. But um, the, I, I, I don't think Biden's going to live for another three and a half Probably years. Probably
0: not. Well, who, who knows? All I know is he's aged 10 years and three weeks. I know. That's what I That's what I mean. He He does look horrible.
2: Yeah. Give me... Uh, get the soldiers out of there and get me some applesauce. applesauce. I can't chew beef right now. <laughs> My teeth are... This is the
0: first time that the uh, White House cooking staff has included insure with every meal.
2: Right. There's fiber going on in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, nine men were arrested Tuesday. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Tuesday uh-huh. afternoon after Springfield Police Department's vice unit conducted an undercover investigating targeting Johns. The Johns were arrested for solicitating uh, prostitutes for s- uh, sexual conduct for a fee. The investigation began in response to a quality of life complaint from the South End community. There have been 37 Johns arrested for soliciting sexual services for a fee this summer alone. You it's know, it's the summer of the John. It's the summer of
1: John, yeah. Uh we already I thought we already determined that it was going to be the summer of John.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're one John. This yeah. is nine other Johns. And none of them by the way, if I'm not mistaken, are named John.
1: You know, I, I I understand the uh the idea of um quality of life issues and that's what a vice squad is kind of there for. I got to tell you, I'm kind of curious as to how many downtown restaurants that have outdoor dining, uh, even though it was closed down last year and you'd think many people went out this year because they've been cooped up and not able to go. I want to know if any outdoor restaurants lost business because of these morons on bikes I got to tell you, we sat outside, I sat outside with a friend the other night outside of uh, Theodore's, and it's just, it's so irritating to to hear them. And I'm not even talking necessarily about the ones who came up Worthington Street. I'm talking about the ones who are still down on Main. I, I could see where it might scare people off it, and i'm kind of curious I, as to if anyone lost business
0: I, I it may scare people off but you know those places like uh, you, you know theodore's uh, nadim's the fort you know all those re- you know all those big bigger restaurants downtown i don't think are losing business as a result of that but everybody there is pretty damn sick of their behavior i can tell you that
1: i i couldn't i can see myself saying i'm not coming back here again because of this.
0: See, but but the, the weird thing about it is it's everywhere in the city, and it's not just in, in Springfield. It's it's starting up in other communities, too. Yeah, so, but it's I mean, loudest I, in the city. It's the loudest downtown because of the building. Sure, but are you, are you not going to go I to your favorite places simply because of that? For me, I'd say no, but I, I don't have to like it. Well, I mean, for somebody who, you
1: know, for people like you, you could say, well, I'm just going to go inside. Uh, you know, for people like me who can't take that option, I might say, I'm not going downtown. I might pick another place. I, I just, it's a, it's a shame. You're talking about quality of life issues where they go out and they arrest all these Johns. The quality of life from these, and I realize it's easier to arrest a John than it is to stop one of these kids on the bike, but... Man, it is so freaking irritating.
0: I'll tell you what. I, mean, I mentioned this before, and I, and I think they finished it, and it looks fantastic. At uh, SEMA on Boston Road in Wilbraham, the Old Horizons, mm. they just completed their uh, their porch covered. It's gorgeous what they what they were able to do. It's absolutely beautiful, yeah. it's, and it's a good. Do you know if they're using it yet? Um, Well, I mean, I drove past it in the rain, so I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. I, obviously, there's nobody there yet. But, but did you see tables? Could you see tables? You know, it's elevated. It, it's elevated, and from where I was sitting, yeah. I couldn't quite see. Mm. But it, but it really. But they, I think they did a beautiful job with it. I want to check that out. You're yeah, making you this should. whole thing up, anyway. No, I'm not. <laughs> it, it, they did a really great job. I actually think you'd really like it. I, I, food- I love
1: all these places that have outdoor dining. Yeah, even the the commercial we run. I mean. Uh, the 99, the whole chain has has basically, I mean, it's really just a tent with some picnic tables, but at least it's an outdoor dining area.
0: Yeah, well, here they've invested a good deal of money to, to put this together. This this could not have been a cheap project. For oh, them.
1: especially with the price of
2: lumber.
0: Yes, especially with the price of lumber, and, and it screws. appears to be a lot of wood.
2: Oh, yeah. The price Scrums. of lumber is ridiculous right now. Yeah, it's the wood that makes it good. Did you say Ridiculous. I did say ridiculous. I meant to say ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, fewer than, it's been th- fewer than three years since recreational cannabis dispensaries opened in Massachusetts. Gross sales have surpassed $2 billion, regulators announced on Wednesday. At the close of business uh, Tuesday, the state's mandatory seed-to-sale tracking system showed that sales had reached $2,009,007,478. Imagine
1: that. And uh, that's even with stupid taxing. You know, the way the way they tax this stuff uh, is ridiculous. But yet they still made almost three billion dollars.
2: This milestone speaks to the success of licensees that have interacted with the commission from our application stage, maintained compliance with our strict regulations and contribute every day to communities across the Commonwealth. That's according to uh, uh, Commission Executive Director Sean Collins. There
1: was an article on Mass Live yesterday. It was uh, very interesting. It talked about how um, many people are are giving up drinking uh, because of cannabis and whatever form of THC they choose to consume. There is something called the Wink Wagon. That's W Y N K. It's a travel. It's a tractor trailer that's traveling across the country. And it was recently in uh, Massachusetts. They have, uh, they create a THC infused seltzer. And what they do is they pull up to a dispensary and they run some kind of an operation from the truck to the dispensary Back into the truck again for canning so that the product itself never really leaves the dispensary. Therefore, it's legal for them to do this. Hmm. The tractor trailer is outfitted with all the elements needed to make a seltzer. Power, air, CO2, processing equipment to flavor and carbonated water designed so the truck pulls up to a dispensary. As long as there's space to set up a canning line, the wagon does everything else. They can make 20,000 cans in one shift damn
0: that's, yeah. a, that's a lot
1: yeah oh. that, that's and that sounds pretty cool man at ten dollars a can uh-huh that's uh that's we're pulling down
2: ten thousand dollars a can for- <laughs> <laughs> ten thousand dollars a can of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's
0: so is it, this is like a glorified Soda Stream almost. Yeah, pretty much. But with a with a with a THC additive, yeah, right?
1: And using the dispensary as part of the production
0: process.
2: You know, you could take your own Soda Stream and uh, go to uh, a place like Cana Provisions, perhaps, and then pick yourself up some tincture and then put that into the uh, the Soda Stream itself, mm-hmm. and you got your own infused thing. You See, don't even Steve, need I, I believe
0: yet. it's pronounced sphincter.
1: Uh, I don't, know, I about don't know about that by the way, it's only five dollars a can. It comes in an 8.4 ounce can. each one has 2.5 milligrams of THC and 2.5 milligrams of CBD and it's only five dollars a can
2: well for because it's eight ounces if you right. do, most of them are selling the uh, 12 to 16 ounce cans mm-hmm. and they're 10 bucks yeah even yeah. though you're only getting the same amount of cannabis right inside right the uh FTC do you know what that stands for?
0: Uh, the if floral, um, it's the, it's the, uh... You're thinking, no, 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 that's FTD. This is a sexually transmitted disease. No,
1: no, no, that's an STD. You're thinking of that uh, car oil treatment.
2: No, that's STP. No,
1: no, no, you're thinking <laughs> of the thing that, that Indians live in.
2: No, no. that's a TP.
1: <laughs>
0: No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's an abbreviation
1: for toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, what a child does when it urinates.
2: Pee-pee. Pee-pee. Oh, pee-pee. 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 Oh, pee-pee. pee-pee. Oh, yes, yes. Anyway, the Federal Trade Commission, this is what we were looking for, is investigating why McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken, according to a report from the Wall Street Journal. The WSJ reports that the FTC, see how I I lose my acronyms, Mm -hmm. sent letters to McDonald's franchisees over the summer asking what's going on with the ice cream machines. The FTC declined to comment uh, to the Wall Street Journal. The report says owners have complained about how complicated the machines are and that fixing them when they break is hard. According to the report, the FTC wants to learn how suppliers and equipment are reviewed and whether or not restaurant owners are allowed to work on the machines in their own stores. See, basically, it's one of these you have to call a contractor out to fix the damn thing. So when it does go down, you're calling a repair shop. You're not having anybody in-house do it because Mm -hmm. most of that equipment is leased.
1: Now you wonder why would McDonald's corporate do that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the franchisees have to follow all the rules of corporate. And if corporate buys a piece of equipment that requires that kind of servicing— Why would they do that? It's
0: an old, old standing contract with the company that makes these machines. And that's that's been the problem. But, you know, from Mm. the consumer point of view, a few years ago, my kids wanted a shamrock shake. And damn it, we had a hard time finding a McDonald's that could make one. Because you were looking in October. No, we were looking at the time that they were selling shamrock shakes, which, as you know, is almost as popular as the McRib. And it's a seasonal product, and you go expecting to get your shamrock shake, and like, no, the shamrock shake machine's busted. The sucks.
1: shamrock shake machine was busted. It's basically the, it, it's the same thing. It's
0: the same machine.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's the same machine that makes the ice cream too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, you know, if you're a if you're a consumer. Yeah, that's uh, and you're looking forward to your shamrock shake, and you can't get one because the contract prevents the franchisee from uh, fixing his own machine.
2: Well, you know, the whole system's uh, ruined.
1: Well, they should get out of the contract and find a new supplier.
2: Law enforcement officers encountered a bizarre incident uh, last Wednesday morning as a Cookville, Tennessee man led them on a two-county pursuit uh, over two towns on Highway 70. What they learned was that the man, 39-year-old Tyson Gilbert, had severed his own penis and tossed it out the car window somewhere along the route. Oh,
0: that may have been a mistake.
2: Either before or during the chase. Gilbert said he heard voices. He
1: He tossed it during the chase or he cut it off during the chase?
2: Both. You. Gilbert said he heard voices on his car radio telling him to commit the act in order to save the world. Oh, you didn't, didn't hear it on this show. They get the Kellogg crew all the way down there.
1: What if we if we told somebody to
2: do that? I mean, that's like listening to somebody without a penis. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> <laughs> nah, not nice. Booyah! 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 Nice Two in a row,
0: Steve. Good hey. for you. How about that? If I could huh? high
2: five you through a wall, I'd do it. Anyway, uh, he tell the people on the radio were telling him to commit the act in order to save the world. Trooper.
0: I know of no radio station that pr- uh, proposes uh, the removal of penises. I just I don't do it.
2: Trooper Bobby Johnson of the Tennessee Highway Patrol was the first to come across Gilbert after spotting his Honda uh, parked I- partially in the roadway on Highway 70.
1: This guy is obviously. Very, very high on
2: something. When I pulled behind him and turned my lights on, he took off and refused to stop. He was all over the road. He turned on to old Liberty Road and then came to a stop. He opened his door. He was naked and covered in blood. Naked <sighs> as a blue, as a bluebird. Yeah. I said, don't look, Edlo. It was too late. Uh... <laughs> Wow. Listen to you reaching back to call back the streak from Ray Stevens. The police spiked him, uh, you know, the spike strips on Mm. Highway 70 as he was going through Alexandria, Tennessee. He uh, kept traveling westbound into Wilson County. The uh, patrol spiked him in Watertown, but he continued westbound. They were finally able to box him in and got him stopped on Highway 70 just before I-40.
0: You know, you you assume that this guy's got a drug problem, but it may just be he really dislikes his penis. Uh,
1: That that might be, but also, um, like, what did he open up the window? Remember, uh, like, my dad smoked. Your dad smoked, too, Steve. Do you— do you remember just they how smoke
2: with the windows up?
1: They, well, but but remember how they would open the window like yeah. just a, a, an eighth of an inch, yeah. so they could put the lit cigarette out the window. Right. Yeah, so
2: all of a sudden, you got this tallywhacker flying back in the yeah. window because you didn't put it out the right spot. <laughs> right.
1: Right. I only need to lower the window a little bit to throw this penis out.
2: Ah, oh, Dad. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: By the way, Mr. Deep, Ways, yeah. thanks for all the descriptions of the highways. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, yeah, I, oh, I just wanted to let you know.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just
2: before I-40, you know, sure. you oh, know yeah. where exact exactly that is where that in is. Cookville. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't you know your map of Cookville? Of course I do. He has warrants against him for other offenses, too. No uh, kidding. Yeah, it's detachable penis, man. Oh, I was going to say, but those things are the least of this guy's problems. Detachable penis.
0: Well, that's a classic.
2: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 70. It's 61 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.